Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch it. Hold on, let me flush the toilet. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. The synchronizer is the toilet flush. Right. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's do this. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have our friend Fred Provost. How you doing? And our other friend Chris Nutt on the show. What's going on, guys? How's everyone doing? You're good. Doing good. Good. Awesome. This is episode 71. Pretty much didn't plan shit, or did Steve fly a plane? (laughs) Reminds me of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Pretty much didn't (laughs) plan shit, or... Did Steve fly a plane? <laughs> yeah. Not sure what I, lo- I, I love how he has a question mark at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was always join us next week for. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, who wants to start off? How's your week been? I can start off. My week was very short in the RC world. I didn't really do anything except purchase a little rolling drawer. Uh, setup thing for like a lower cabinet for a tool, you know, tool storage that mm-hmm. I want to use for my batteries, man. I've been trying to find something for my batteries for battery storage because it's been stressing me out. Like, uh, it's always in the back of my mind. My batteries are sitting on the shelf at home, you know, so yeah, I picked up inside something. your home, right? Like, yeah, not- inside my yeah. garage. Yeah. So I picked up something from Home Depot. It's a little four drawer rolling you know, lower cabinet and it was like a hundred bucks. It was like a one nineteen or something like that. It was really cheap. That's not and bad. I'm, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to line it with some, uh, either some ceramic tile, like big ceramic tile, or get, just get some of that, um, that cement backer board and cut it yeah. down. You know, I don't know how crazy I'm going to go, but, uh, I might put a vent on it. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's so far. I got in a spot where I like, and it's working out really well. Nice. Is that just for battery safety, or is that just for literally just storage, or a little bit of both? Yeah, we would be charging in there too. I would say charging. Yeah, that's what I would say charging, or just for storage. No, because I usually don't charge unless I'm down there, you know, or bring the charger up and I'm charging in the living room or something. You know, I'm usually there while it's charging. Right. Has any of you guys ever seen a battery go up just in storage, or heard of one? Or I know we've yeah. seen them all over the place with fires and during charging, but I've I've yet to see one in storage. Yeah. Have any issues? Anybody? No. I've only seen one video that I can remember. And it was it was like three or four years ago. And it was in a, a hobby shop that the guy supposedly just had it sitting. Now, I don't know if he overcharged it and just sat it up on the shelf. And then, you know, the video started from when it started smoking. I don't know what the time frame was, like how far it was from charge to like just sitting on the shelf. Yeah. But I saw that like just and all it did was like smoke the entire like. The room it was in it was a pretty large room and just filled the room with smoke I mean, i've seen the aftermath you know i've seen all the pictures uh the, the front of the guy's car uh somebody just posted a picture not too long ago of their like workbench area mm-hmm. that they had a problem yeah i with. saw that yep but i'm just just for my own peace of mind i think more than anything else i keep thinking oh, the same yeah. thing i have a garage full of you know big i don't know one of those big home depot carrying bags full of all my lipos Right. And the downfall is I keep all my nitro and gas next to it because I just grab everything <laughs> and go. So I'm like, Jeez. I'm kind of <laughs> got a double oh, whammy boy. going on. So yeah. I need to figure out something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt 
put it in a case like that. Mm-hmm. I looked into those um, those yellow cabinets, those yellow flam- flammable cabinets. First off, yeah. they're really heavy, and I, they're kind of expensive. And so I was kind of was like, eh, maybe I can get something more middle road and just like line it myself or something. Yeah, I got I got a whole bunch of tiles, man. You, you're welcome to, and I have two sheets of cement board, so you could take those. Oh, nice. They're, they're going right into the garbage. They're right now um, outside my garage, so. Okay. Um, Somebody said sandbags too on top. Like it's to drill some holes and whatever else on top of it. Yeah. And oh right. Yeah, yeah, you put the sandbag on top. It's got plastic on it, so it seals it. And then when there's a fire, of course, it'll break the seal and mm-hmm. dump sand on it. But I don't know. That's I've seen it. You know. Yeah. That was on an early flight test episode. Uh, yep. Well, early a couple of years ago, I think they did something similar. Yeah. Um, I definitely recommend you do do the the vent because even if fine the flames don't come out but just smoke i mean smoke damage can be pretty nasty too yeah true uh, if you can vent it that would probably be the best method um one other thing is i've never yeah you know going back to the topic of like have you seen any lipos go up just sitting there i haven't i mean it's definitely good to be prepared if it does but um yeah i mean mine's in the family room like carpet house is gonna go up if they go up knock on wood <laughs> you know uh it's like it's like I got a copy of the Constitution, like these rolled up pieces of paper just sitting next to mine. I mean, if it went up, dude, it's going. Like everything's yeah, going. It's like yeah. I got that kind of stuff. Lipo fires, I've only mainly seen them when people are using that B6 IMAX crappy knockoff chargers. I rarely see it with proper chargers. Yeah. Unless they do improper chemistry, right? Yep. Do it as a life or nickel metal or something. Yeah. Um well, chances are anyone spending that kind of money on a good charger is also going to pay a little more attention to the batteries. True. Right? Hopefully. Right. Oh, and yeah. I'm, now that I'm getting into the helicopters a little more and I've got 12S stick packs, you know, and mm. larger batteries, I'm kind of paying more attention to it and just thinking about it more, you know. For sure. I, I catch myself just spreading them out in the garage, you know, on the floor, just so they don't burn up each other because I have a <laughs> basket full of you know, probably 25 batteries for all my different helicopters, you know, different sizes for 12S setups. And mm-hmm. so I'm just worried if one goes up, I lose, you know, all $5,000 worth of batteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. I'm the other way. When I go on vacation, I pile them all up in the middle of the garage. So I'm like, well, if they go and they all go, at least they'll be away from like, <laughs> the all the burnables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I, got a, I got two boxes of mine in the uh, fireplace in the house right now. Oh, okay. that's a good idea. Yeah, that so that's one of the reasons why I do it and I charge and do the thing, um, keep them in the family room is if I'm there and something happens, I could chuck them right into the fireplace. So chuck the whole carpet into the fireplace? Yeah, I'll just chuck the whole battery. <laughs> if I, if I'm charging a twelve S and it starts to go up, I'll just uh, grab that thing real quick and chuck it right into the fireplace. <laughs> Fred, that's convenient that you actually have them in the fireplace and you have one of the only homes in Florida with a fireplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is funny that you have a fireplace for that one week of winter you guys have. Well, you know, it's for the aesthetics. Right. Uh, I'm going to have to ask the wife because she's already let me take over the dining room, and I don't think she's going to let me take the fireplace over also. I can check, but we'll get back with that one next week. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Stack them up all nicely. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So other than that, I really haven't done anything else in the hobby. Uh, aside from today, I was using one of those little giant ladders. You guys know what those are? You know the the two ends slide out and you can have it as an extension ladder or an a-frame ladder Mm -hmm. and i was collapsing it 
like a, a moron and had got my hand caught in it and I skinned Ooh. two of my fingers really bad. Damn. So, I don't know. I'm, it's my it's on my left hand, so it'll be my rescue finger, which is pretty pretty important. So yeah, so I did that. So that kind of sucks. That's that's all I've done this week. Damn, <laughs> I can't get a break, dude. Everybody gets a break, but me. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I can't catch a break either. Maybe I'll go into that later. But um, <laughs> yeah. if you want, I could just stand next to you, and if you're like rescue, I could hit the button for you. I don't okay, know. All right, <laughs> cool. Easier. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So right. go on to whoever wants to go next. Let me go next, and then we're gonna we'll have Fred and Chris go. Kind of got some stuff I want to talk about. So yeah, I uh, I flew flew on Sunday on Easter. Did about ten no nine flights or so. Loving the the Goblin flights. You know, I got like four batteries or five batteries for that thing now. So I'm just flying back to back flights with that. So I'm getting real comfortable with the, the Black Thunder. Oh, I was gonna ask you, Black Thunder. <clears throat> yeah, uh, four flights on the Goblin four twenty. Loving that too. Definitely. Definitely feel that the Goblin 380 should have been a 420 from the get-go because it flies great. Like, there's no reason to have a 380 anymore. 420 just flies so much better. Nice. And then I flew the 766. And um, Ricky was there with me, and we're flying. You know, he's standing next to me, and I'm just, like, kind of smacking it around. And then the heli wanted to smack itself and took a big chunk of the tail boom cover off. So I had a boom strike. Oh, the new tail boom cover. The new tail boom cover, yeah. When I just bought and put on, and um, I mean that part's kind of stinks, you know. It's whatever. It's I bought it used, but I, so I got it for a great price, but still it was over a hundred bucks, you know, for for the cover, and basically got three minutes of a flight in before it ate itself. You should tell everybody it wasn't a complete like. You know, no, plant, I didn't crash plant into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, I just heard a smack, and I was like, and Ricky was like, "Oh man, those blades are loud." And I was like, "No, that doesn't sound right." I'm landing because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, I was backflip, stop, backflip, stop, backflip, stop, and I just heard like a smack that was not a, you know, the the noise boom, um, the noise that uh blades make, like blade farting or anything. That was a noise where something hit. Yeah, so. It came down fine. Tail blades were in a pretty house. Uh, chipped a uh, little bit of the 806 main blades. Not bad at all. I mean, I'll still fly those. Um, and the tail boom cover got kind of eaten up, and the tail boom itself that's in there has a small, very, very small dent on it. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to sell this heli at this point. Uh, every time I fly it, I'm having a boom strike. I'm, yeah, maybe you're I'm only flying. doing backflips, right? Yeah, maybe wow. I'm flying too aggressive or something's set up wrong. I don't know. I think it might be past. It might be time to just uh, move on and get something else. So I started stripping that down. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to be stripping that down and selling the airframe. That sucks, man, because I really like the way that thing looks. It's a, oh, it's I love the way it looks. And I, I really like the way it flies. As an 806, yeah. Yeah, as an 806. I don't want to go smaller. I mean, then... I don't see a point of having a helicopter if I go smaller blades. So I want to, I want to keep it an 800 size. But if my flying style is, is not appropriate for it, then I'll just. You mean way too aggressive for it? I I guess I've seen people. <laughs> I don't think Steve's really that aggressive on certain things he does. Yeah, but not just doing backflips though. 
Yeah, and I agree. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm. I'm not digging through the far ends of the sticks or anything like that. I don't have. 15 degrees of pitch. I'm only running 12. Like, it, I'm very conservative with my setup. Um, even my agility, I think it's like at 100 or 110 on that. It's not like crazy, but I mean, if the helicopter doesn't like me, whatever, I'm gonna move on then. <laughs> yeah. the heck he was up. selling his 800, wasn't he? Last year, he he yeah or he might he sell, sell it. No, he still has it. He actually flew the Triablo, the 800 three bladed heli. Oh, that's right. I thought I saw it. Yeah, Facebook picture. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you um, see a lot of 800 set up, like pros flying a lot of 800s, like smacking it or beating on it? or I do for the um, protos. Not, not okay. pros, but on, on like YouTube, like I see like really hardcore flights with an 800 protos. Really? Because I've had a, I had a T-Rex 800 that I just did, you know, big air. It's before I mm-hmm. could do anything else. So that's all I did. But, um, yeah. you know, like I said, it, I don't see the reason you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, I don't you know. know. Smack on him. It's not that much bigger. I mean, it, you know, blade length, yeah. I guess, is a little bit, but, um, yeah, blade I mean, it should be, I mean, it should handle know. anything you throw at it. Yeah. And it's not like it's like the old lines, um, DFCs where like the head is so close to the tail boom. Yeah. It, there's, there's like a good, I don't know, two and a half inches, three inches of like distance between the, uh, the blades and the tail boom. But I mean, I'm flexing it that hard. I don't know. Yeah. So. So nonetheless, um, I'm gonna get rid of that, and I am thinking of picking up a Protos Max V2 Leggero 800, and put all the electronics into that and give that a shot and see how that feels. Nice. Uh, I think besides- we just saw the maiden on our site with the um with the, oh yeah one of the raffle winners. He just made it and said it's it's absolutely amazing. He loves it. He did, but his is a 700, right? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to. I'm curious yeah, because the 700s, I've. Uh, I've seen not the Ligero ones, but I've seen the normal V2s, and I've flown them. I've flown one on 14S, and it was with what, what blade size were they? I think they were 770s or something like that. I don't remember. Ricky has one, and I, I flew his. It was great, except for that I was flying on a Jetty radio, which, no offense to Jetty folks, I didn't like it because it had a ratcheting throttle for a helicopter, which just doesn't work for me. <laughs> Do they all have uh, that? No, no. It's just oh, okay. for some reason. I've did. never held one yet. Yeah. yeah, his did. So, you know, besides that feeling, it felt good. The gimbals felt good. But I was like, why is it click, 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 click? I'm like, no, no, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't find like that, you know, finesse the midpoints and stuff. But um, anyways, it was a great heli. <laughs> it flew great. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot. They just look beautiful sitting in the box, that helicopter. I said the gentleman that puts yeah. some pictures up on our site is just. That thing just looks fast sitting in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing how pretty that thing is. Mm-hmm. Didn't Chris Rybert uh, try that that uh, 800 at least once or twice? Like he tried it when he came down to our fun fly, and then I think he I think he flew it again when we went up there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What else did I do? I worked on the garage. <sighs> that garage needs some work. I redid some electrical stuff on there, put up two shop lights. So it's starting to look... Uh, Look a little better. I'm already uh, marked out where I'm going to cut a door and two windows. And then I'm going to start placing the outlets uh, along the walls and kind of get that going. The sill of that garage is so rotted out, I'm going to have to do something. Like I thought I could kind of finagle something, but I'm going to have to support that uh, that upper part and like slam a 2 by 4 underneath there and just kind of bolt it in or something. I have to figure <laughs> something out. 
I have to try and replace that sill. Yeah. Yeah. Like even if I do it in sections, I I don't care. Like I have to re- put something now. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up plywood on the outside, re- take the vinyl siding off, put plywood up, and then put that. Uh, I'm going to use that Tyvek stuff, uh, Kevin. I know we spoke about the roofing stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, the Tyvek stuff is what people do. Like, that's a moisture barrier, but still breathable and all that, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna get that. It's like 100 bucks for, like, a roll that probably do the whole garage. So, I should be able to just kind of get that done. Is it a standalone garage or is it attached? Yes. It's, it's detached, so standalone, yeah. And basically, the sills are right on the concrete slab, and whenever it snows, it all just kind of that snow bankment just pours yeah. in and rotted everything out. So I was gonna say, how's your masonry skills? Uh, <sighs> cut out a section and put in some block around the base. Well, that's what I wanted to originally do. Yeah, we were originally gonna like try and jack up a side of it and do like two rows of masonry block and and yeah. just set it back down. I don't know how hard that would be, but uh... I just think it's not gonna work, and it's just too much work, uh, too much money too, and time. I, I want to kind of do this quick, so taking the siding off, kind of fixing it, putting siding back on, I think would be the quickest method with the Tyvek stuff, you know, covering the three feet or so. Um, and then later on, I think 10, 15 years, I'll, I'll tear the thing down and put a two story garage with a man cave on top, you know? Like, oh I'll, yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, when, once I have the mortgage refinance, get some money, you know, cause I, I did FHA, man, I'm paying fucking mortgage insurance off the ass and, and I want to, um, <clears throat> need to get, I need to refinance first before I think of doing any big projects and stuff. So cool. Yeah. I saw an uh, infomercial one time for something called flex seal. You just spray the whole garage <laughs> with flex seal <laughs> and you're good to go. <clears throat> You could float that thing down a river. Dude, just pour really? it over the entire garage. I shit you not. I've thought about that. I thought about getting the liquid shit and sp- you know, like just getting the spray paint cans, a whole bunch, and just like just spraying like crap out of it. You know, getting up to three feet. And I was like, yeah, but that's I don't know. <laughs> the problem is it seeps up. It doesn't like. I mean, the rain comes down, but the the ice and stuff will seep up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe right at the base where the concrete meets the the sill. You know, put like a couple inch layer of that. I don't know. Well, I think you had a good idea about digging out the yeah and putting a drain in. Yeah, put a drain in, but also like put that Tyvek stuff like seal it down to the slab so that the like you know the edge of the slab and the sill is sealed. Well, your your plywood's supposed to overhang the slab, but you're okay. also supposed like a drip edge, but you're also supposed to not have your plywood directly on the ground like right. like yours is. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if I can like use silicone, Tyvek, whatever, all that stuff and just try to seal it as best as possible to basically band-aid it for the next, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Or just cool. move to the south. You ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would if I could uh, continue working where I work, for sure, and with my pay. But let's see. Besides that, babysitting, you know, that's uh, that's been a lot of my week, a lot of my hours. Uh, definitely becoming a pro at changing diapers, like 30 second flap, psh, done, you know? Uh, let's see, what else? Yeah, that's about it. That's about it for me. All right, let's, uh, let's hear from Fred. All right, well, uh, <clears throat> no RC stuff for me. I, uh, Ooh, get off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> no, no, but it's cool though. What'd you, uh, it's cool what you did do though. <laughs> I ended up taking a uh, motorcycle trip. I had, done a lot of um, long days at work and uh, needed to get away, so I, I jumped on the motorcycle and did a uh, two-day motorcycle camping trip up through southwest Alabama. There is not a lot up there. 
Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of darn near desolate towns, but uh, it was just cool. Just some old buildings that no roofs and, and trees growing up through the floor. And Wow. Yeah, yeah, that and, and trying to get over this man cold. It's, you know, the most debilitating illness that, that we know is a man cold. So, mm-hmm. definitely sure. worse than any other. <laughs> I saw the pictures, Fred, man. It looked awesome, man. I was like, damn. Yeah. I remember doing that. Yeah, I'm already planning on the Me next too. one. What kind of bike I, do you have? It's a uh, Honda Shadow 750, uh, 2007. Okay. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I definitely need to, uh, set it up so I can take, you know, either a little 250 quad or something with me on one of these trips. Yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely. You got the T-shaped battery on that thing? The only reason I ask is because I could tell you a nice long story about trying to replace that on the Blue Ridge Parkway in the middle of nowhere <laughs> oh. <laughs> with a buddy of mine. He had a Honda Shadow, but I'm not sure what year it was, and I don't know if they've changed that. All right, Chris, we'll let you do it. I've actually had a good week this week, RC-related. I um, As some of you guys know, we've been posting back and forth, but I received a logo, the new logo 700 from Steve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured I would um, not step away from the Goblin Kool-Aid, but I want to try some new stuff this year and um, been wanting one and, you know, we kind of worked a good deal out. I think we both both ended up really good on the deal. So I got it, um, got it all put, you know, got on the bench, went over everything. Everything looked good to go. I ran through the setup real quick on the V-Bar with the V-Bar Neo and the Mikado. It's a really, really, really hard setup. You push about three buttons and it's good to go. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, first time I've ever been able to do it. Yeah. And it's again, every time, and it's funny. So with the deal with Steve is I got some um, VTX blades with it. And so I did the whole setup and I had saw the blade sitting there. I'm like, I can't, I can't do a test hover after doing eight minutes of setup with a set of VTX blades on it. I said, so I'm going to throw some, some other blades on it just in case something happens. So, so I put some switch blades on it. I, um, I just had sitting here, like I said, set it up real quick, put it out in the yard. I live, you know, not a huge yard, but you know, definitely not, um, big enough to fly a 700 in, but I figured, let me just try it. It was Easter morning, I believe. Oh, got boy. it fun, you know, put everything together, set it up, got it going, put it out in the yard. Same thing. Every time I go to take off on a brand new helicopter setup, I always get that nervous where I hide around the corner in case this thing decides oh, to chase geez. me around the yard or, and it never has. I don't know why I get like that, but. You know, literally put it up in the air. It hovers perfect, flies perfect. Didn't even have to do a trim flight on it, you know, at all. I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. Um, took it out to the field the next day. Um, so Monday went on lunch, took a long lunch at work and put two flights through it. And this thing, without any setup, didn't adjust any settings on this thing. It flies unbelievable. I mean, it's super impressed with the build quality of this helicopter. The, like I said, the setup time, I can't can't say enough about. Still flying the 700 switchblades on it. Flies really, really, really good. I did have a little bet going with Ron from Mikado. He wants me to leave the 700 blades on it, the um, the Switch 700s. Um, I also have a set of Cyclone 700s. I'm going to run on it for a little bit just to see them, you know, test them out and feel the difference. So he wants me to get these helicopters set up completely perfect with the blades on it and then switch over to VTX blades to so I can really feel the difference, he said. So hopefully I should get some more flights to it this week. Um Having a little bit of ESC issues, you know, no big deal. I'll go through. This is my first or second helicopter with the Hobbywing ESC. I've been using Castle forever, so um, just my own problems. I'm, you know, causing myself. So once I get through them, I will um, report back and um, go from there. But the um, the logos, right? Like I said, ready to go. The only boo boo I did make on this thing was um, 
let's see what day was it? Friday I was at work. No, I'm sorry, Monday at work. All excited about flying this thing. I get my show my guys at work on how to plug these batteries, you know, how many connectors there are on it and and I'm oh, running no. the I'm running the yeah, oh no, you can already hear it. <laughs> um, so I'm running the Pro Plus connectors, you know, none of them can plug into each other, you know, when I designed it that way just in case. So what I do is the two yellow wires on my pulse batteries, I you know, plug the two yellows in together and there's only mm-hmm. two leads going out just so there's less connectors on the helicopter. So mm-hmm. I was showing a guy that and he said, all right, come on, let's get ready. Let's go charge up and let's go fly. So I, my brain didn't realize that I forgot to to disconnect the two yellow wires. So I plug in the balance leads. I don't know if you guys have ever done this yet, but plug in the first one, it's fine. And then when you go to plug in the second one with these two yellow um, big fat wires plugged in together. With it plugged in in series? Oh, yeah, it explodes fast. Yeah. It, oh. um, what? I blew two connectors. It didn't hurt the battery. or It didn't get that bad. It just literally, the balance leads completely <laughs> destroyed themselves. They ate themselves apart. Oh, boy. Um, oh, man. Luckily, I've, I got you know other batteries laying around that were I always saved for some reason, so I just cut the connectors off and put new little pins and stuff in there and redid it. No big deal. It was a 20-minute fix, but um, just a bonehead move. I've done that before when I used to run, I forget what connectors I ran a long time ago that I've, I've done the plug your battery into itself and explode all the connectors. And mm-hmm. so it reminded me of the old days. So, um, so that wasn't fun. So other yeah. than that, try to think in the hobby, I got my little oxy three, that thing's still, I think that's a, a cursed helicopter for me. I just cannot get that thing to fly. I can't, same thing. I got a hobby wing on there and I just can't get the settings right. So I need some help. So if there's any hobby wing people out there that can call me and come fly to my house and set these things up for me. Would be <laughs> awesome help. Fly me out um, there. I'll, I'll get that thing flying. Uh, be great. It's just, <laughs> the problem I have is just my RPM on any idle up. If I hit full stick, the engine uh-huh. revs, you know, it's kind of like the old, like my stick is active. You know, it's like an old, um, like a V curve. Yeah. It's like a V it's what it feels like. So it's, it's just a setup, something I'm missing. It's no big deal. I'm going to get through it this week. And, um, okay. If not, <laughs> um, I'll see it in Virginia. Yeah, I said it, it, it flies fine. I mean, it just like I said, it just, and it might be something that's normal. Uh, maybe a gain setup, maybe too high or something, but it's just, um, I notice it on like a lower head speed. When I go to say 16 on the logo, you know, go into a full collective pit, uh, punch out and you can hear the motor rev to, you know, 2000, 2100. So it's just, oh, right. you know, it doesn't have that low head speed sound anymore when it's wide open, mm-hmm. <laughs> climb it out, you know, trying to think what else this week. So that's been pretty much consuming my time this week is that, is that logo getting it flying and, I did get a new Ninja Wrap for my V Control. I don't know if anybody's seen that. We posted up a bunch of pictures of them. Joe from Ninja Wraps totally hit this one out of the park, man. I sent him Which a. Which one is this one? This is the the RC Heli Hangout one, where oh, pretty yeah. much it's, it's available yeah, yeah, yeah. to anybody. Yep. I yep. got it. Got okay. it all put on there. He, you know, I, I PM'd him a couple times, and you know, I know his list is is really really long. Those guys yeah. are, yeah, amazing busy. work. So that's why they're backed up. And um, I think it was midnight one night, and I said, man, I really would like one, and. And he actually did it, I think, that night by like three in the morning. We had a design really? done and he printed them up and, you know, said, um, you know, and I told him, please make them available for everybody. Okay. So anybody can call up, you know, Joe and Interaps and it'll be ready to go the next day. So pretty, yeah, un- pretty like rare that you can Interaps and get, a, mm-hmm. get it mailed out the next day. So right, right. Um, right. looks cool, fits good. I got it all put on there and um, that's really it. That's been my week for RC flying. I'm going to get a bunch of flying in this week and. Keep flying that Mikado. That's going to be my, my flying, only helicopter I'm going to fly, I think, until, until Virginia. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, I, I need to, um, go back to my week. Oh, geez. Fred. Uh, Fred loves when I do that. <laughs> I'm waiting for Fred. I'm waiting for Fred to say, no, no, you're not doing it. 
<laughs> he's he's coughing his lungs out right now, muted, so he can't say anything. <laughs> so, um, I flew a freaking plane. Oh yeah, how, how did I forget this? Duh. <laughs> I thought I flew... that was main topic. Yeah. yeah well, he, <laughs> he didn't put that in the notes, so he forgot to say it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I flew a nitro plane. Out of all that, too. Not even like, you know, a flight test or an electric plane or a foamy balsa. Well, there is some foam in the wings, but it's a balsa plane. It's a revolver. So one that Kevin gave me. So thank you again, Kevin, for that. Yeah. Did you have a boom strike with it? Did not have a boom strike. I didn't have a boom strike with that. There you go. Just stick to which the plane. Is quite funny because I, <laughs> you know, I went far ends of the, uh, of the gimbals with that plane, you know, like up and left, down and right. Let's see what all this stuff does. <laughs> no, but it was cool. It was fun. It was uh, yeah, it was video, pretty quick. Man. Yeah, yeah. I had the Facebook Live going, I think, or no, it might have been a video I posted after. Any, but there's a video on our page. I think it was pretty fast. Didn't have a lot of ailerons. Rudder was good. Elevator was good. It was twitchy uh, because I was flying it with the V control. I had V plane on a four hundred dollar Neo in that plane <laughs> that cost me about sixty dollars. <laughs> no, probably a hundred sixty dollars the servos, but um. Yeah, it was fun. It was good. I, you know, V control and the V plane. The one of the best features is you take off and it's like, whoa, it's all over the place. I need to trim it. You hold a freaking button, and it beeps. It beeps at you. It just goes beep, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, the plane's tracking pretty straight. I let go the button, and that was your trim. It auto trims itself. Freaking awesome. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I now I gotta just figure out how to how do I set up rates because my elevator is way strong like it's or or at Expo you know oh, so right. I, just, I just gotta go in there and mess with the settings I didn't adjust anything this was all default hundred percent throws um but it was fun I was knife edging the thing I was I did a little inverted and I haven't flown a plane truthfully like really in probably over a year now so it all started coming back. Landing well, that, was funny. <laughs> well, that gyro on there, I have a, a, a float plane set up. Same thing with the v, with mm-hmm. a Neo in it. You know, big, what's the big cub? The um, big blue one. Um, man, I can't remember that. But, uh, big, big, big one. The um, carbon yeah. Z. Carbon, carbon Z. Z. Club, yes. And I have the I had the Neo in it first set up for the V plane, and now I just have a basic one in it because I think I needed it for something else. It wasn't anything any reason, but um. Mm-hmm. And that plane was pretty underpowered, so I was trying to do tricks with it. I'm not a plane guy at all. I've, oh, you know, really? I thought handful. that plane was – I heard it was pretty powerful. Like you yeah, but I, that plane. I'm trying to find it like a helicopter, but <laughs> – um, okay. No, it, it is very – I mean it's powerful, but like I said, I, I, I had a buddy flew it, and he said, yeah, you need to get a bigger prop or bigger motors. you know. Okay. And um, he's a really good plane pilot, and he was trying to figure out the feeling between the V-bar – yeah, you know, the gyro doing the work for him or just him. Of course, he's a lot better. So he says mm-hmm. he didn't like the feel of it. But he, I think he said he just lowered the gains down. Like you were saying, you, to huh? feel the more, more of the plane versus the gyro doing it. But do you think that thing will knife edge like almost hands off? Will the gyro do all the work for you at that point or? It didn't. I don't know what my gyro settings are. Um, I don't even know if I had those modes on. I, I didn't, I didn't okay. click into any of those modes. Um, okay. I was flying with no gyros, I believe. Okay, I'd say yes, Chris, because Chris Ryber can actually do that right. with his, his yeah. uh, in what is that thing called? Velocity. Yeah, the velocity from uh, Twisted Hobbies. Yeah, yeah. he's got mm-hmm. he's got that in that. Yeah, he says they'll knife edge for days, and so. Oh, um, I'm just curious because like that's a 3D plane, so that's gonna that's meant 
that'll handle knife edging easy. I wonder how it handles when it's not a 3D plane, right? Like the Carbon Z Cub. The car- well, that's my question. I wonder <laughs> if I should throw one back in it and try it out. And you know, I've just I've since just, crashed it and landed nose deep in the water and it blew the ESC out of it. So that thing's sitting on the shelf for a while. So <laughs> I just put a hobby wing, you know, 120 in there. Yeah. Put put a helicopter motor in there, you know. Put a set of 700 blades in the front. You'll be fine. Cover it. Yeah. I'll knife edge that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin will do some rudder inverted tail taps. Yeah. Motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> crazy with that shit. <sighs> um, that was the first one I did successfully. Dude, I couldn't believe it. I heard he just came down the runway inverted and then started harrying. And I just hear and then takes off. I'm like. Motherfucker, that's awesome. That was so awesome, man. That was crazy. Put a little skid plate on the tip of it up there so you don't ruin the the, um, covering. Yeah, Uh, He ruined it when he uh, landed inverted. Yeah, because I usually can do a rudder tail tap, but it's usually followed by the rest of the plane (laughs) tapping. A propeller tap. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Inverted tapping and landing. That was good video. Bill put a video together for it. Mm -hmm. uh, Slow motion stuff. Yeah. Cool. So let's move to the main topic. The main topic. Yeah, pretty much didn't plan shit. No, no, that's that's not really the main topic. That's the title of the show, but it's not the main topic. <laughs> Our main topic today, um, and that was the news. That was what I was hinting at last week is the Free Fall RC podcast crew is growing. Yeah, you just had a baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, that too. Well, I, I don't want a screaming baby on the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> you already got me, so it's too late for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too shade. <laughs> oh, boy. But um, so I want everyone, all our listeners, to welcome Fred and Chris as our two new hosts that will be on every week with us. Can we add applause to that? Yeah. All right. Oh. <laughs> you, don't, you don't hear the applause? I can, I hear I can add um, anything you want. <laughs> Trumpets and all that. <laughs> I had I have trumpets. Yeah, I have a couple of different things. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess let's just first go into the reason why we wanted to expand uh, the host lineup. Because you got a baby and you're not going to have all the time <laughs> in the world dad, anymore. No, no, I'm hardcore, man. I'm hardcore. <laughs> I mean, I I've yet knock on wood. I've yet to miss an episode. I'm there's a 71 straight through every single freaking week. For a year and three months now, um, there. it's because at the rate I get infections and rip skin off my body, I don't think there's going to be much of me left <laughs> coming up pretty soon. Uh, so I mean, the the main thing is that uh, we want to we want to have, of course, we want to have more people on the show, more backup on the show. We want to have redundancy kind of deal. Um, I mean, after a year, I mean, aren't our listeners getting sick and tired of hearing me and Kevin talk? I know. I don't I know. I know, yeah, I know Fred is. <laughs> I can't answer that question. You'll fire me. <laughs> uh, we'll fire you because you didn't. No. <laughs> I, I, was, I was listening to you guys while I was on my motorcycle trip, so you were with me. Nice. I was going to say, Steve, my wife is getting tired of me sitting here in front of the computer when I'm editing, and I go, shut up, Steve. <laughs> shut up, Kevin. <laughs> and I'm, like, cutting one of us out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. But no, you know, it's something that Dan Reed said to us, I think, when he was on the show, either before or during the show. Yeah, he put that like uh, that seed in our in our head, I think, for sure. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, what did he say? So recap yeah, so No, that's exactly what he said. He said, you know, having uh, more than two guys is, you know, 
because he said you're going to get to a point where you know it's going to be work and you're going to be like oh geez i got nothing to to say i didn't go flying this i need a break and you know he said it was good to have a break yeah, uh, yeah. and and having more people on the show yeah. definitely would you know give you that to where if somebody can't make it like me right now i'm on call and i i good thing i didn't get a call at six o'clock or i wouldn't be able to make it you know stuff comes up mm-hmm. uh another thing is like i felt what was it two weeks ago you know, we recorded two episodes back to back. Yeah, it? yeah, sixty, sixty nine, and seventy, um, back to back because you know, sixty eight and seventy. Is it sixty eight and sixty nine? Sixty eight and sixty nine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sixty eight, sixty nine. Um, you know, Kevin, you went on vacation, yeah. and you know, it's it, it becomes difficult when, you know, I don't want to say no, don't go on vacation. Of course, go on vacation, but then it's like, oh crap. I'm going to have to do a sh- one-man show. No one's going to listen to this shit. <laughs> I would be like, hey, guys, how was your week? Oh, <laughs> uh, my week was good. Uh, <laughs> like, it just be, I don't know. But, um, you know, so it's, we need, you know, we want and we needed, uh, you know, more people on the show. And I feel um, Fred and Chris, you know, both of them are, are active in the hobby. They're active in the, you know, the RC community. So it's good. Like they'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, Definitely, and then we won't feel pressured to you know get things going and and uh-huh. like hey, we got to bang out an episode for you know, like exactly like you said. Like yeah. we gotta schedule it here. You're going on vacation. I got to schedule my editing when I come back from vacation. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got to fly something this week, or Steve's gonna fire me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that's good too because I want you to freaking fly that 300, man. I wanna I wanna see some more videos. You were killing it. You're telling you're me you're doing really crashes, good. But you're, you're upset I haven't crashed it yet. That's all it is. No. You want to walk me through a repair? I want to walk you through a boom strike. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, no, Fred, you fly whatever you want, man. Yeah, planes, yeah. multi runners, yeah, it doesn't care. matter. Uh, Fred, I mean, you know, I, I like talking to Fred. He's he's funny. <laughs> I, I like the shows that we do together. So I figured, we, you know, I asked Fred, you know, do you want to do this? And what did you say again, Fred? I don't know. Let me get back to you. If I have to. Let me check with my wife. <laughs> yeah. No, but Fred's got the awesome workshop, too. I mean, he's been on yeah. a few shows, and we've talked about that, and it's been yeah. really insightful. And uh, I don't know how many times we heard, you know, that guy that was on and his awesome pictures. You know, we get people talking about it all the time. You know, Fred, when you posted all his pictures of your shop. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know how they can't remember Fred, but. People, yeah. people come up and say that guy that was on with the with the shop. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You never told um, me that. You just said that nobody liked it. That was Kevin. That was me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just me that didn't like it. But I'm over that now. I'm a professional. I rose above it. Some hating going on. <laughs> I, I I'm jealous of Fred's uh, workshop. Like I have, I'm looking at my yeah. garage and I'm like I got a lot of work ahead of me. But uh, that's cool. Uh, and then Chris, you know, uh, Chris, Chris is a he's more of a, a newer friend, I would say, for sure. Right, Kevin? Yeah. But I don't know. He he speaks well. He talks a lot. That's what we need. We need someone to talk more up. than more than I talk. Right. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> so, Chris, why don't you uh, kind of share your experience of the whole behind the scenes coming onto the show kind of deal? Well, really, I don't know. I think it like I said, I think we started off um doing the um, RC Heli Hangout mm-hmm. episode, you know, just introducing the Hangout and the and the new forum and stuff like that. And, um, and it's funny, like I said, with me and Frank, we, you know, 
kind of started, you know, hand in hand. We both did the show together and, um, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I, you know, that night, you know, told the wife, I said, man, I, I want to do a podcast. I mean, I don't how to, I'm not very computer smart at all. I mean, I'll be honest with you, hundred percent there. And I said, but I don't, I don't know how yeah, to do it. We've seen your live videos. Oh yeah, they're, they're horrible. But well, you know what it is? Like, just like you said, I don't plan shit. That's one thing that's uh, probably a bad part of what I do is don't plan nothing. Wife gets upset with me, but I, um, like just lots of the whole RC Heli hangout got thrown together one day. As I said, let me just try something, see if it works. And it's, and it exploded, you know, it's been an amazing ride and, um, you know, nothing, you know, just been super excited about it. And like I said, we did your show and I just said, man, I, I'm excited about it. I had fun doing it. It's, promoting the hobby it's everything that i want to do going forward is is just promote it and um you know i said i don't you know talk to frank i said frank let's do it let's do one frank's like man i don't have time to do one and i said well neither do i so that's why we need to do it and um frank said no that's he he doesn't he couldn't do it he said he couldn't not every week and it's not so i don't know if i can or can't or Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna try so that's you know and i i think i was hitting back and forth to you a little bit saying hey man i'd love to love to do it but of course Never wanted to invade or, you know. But first, you got to get rid of that Kevin guy. Yeah. You know, well, that's plan B. Chris, 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 come Me on. and Steve. Yeah, we're, we worked out for that. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're sugarcoating it a little more than it really is. You're like, dude, I want to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, I didn't plan it. Yeah, exactly. I said, let's do it. So, All right. Let me talk to Kevin. Let me see. Yeah. Um, no, it's cool. I'm excited about it. Like I said, it's. You know, it's something I've never done before. I've never even thought about it and just, you know, I've had a week to think about what to do and, you know, what to say. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think I'm better off the hip, you know, unrehearsed, everything like that is. So hopefully it'll work out. And like I said, hopefully yeah. after a couple episodes, y'all will keep me around. And, <laughs> well, then we'll work. Um, yeah, yeah so hopefully after fit. a couple episodes, y'all keep me around and we'll see how it works. And, you know, hopefully it um is the beginning of a good relationship. You know what I mean? Make friends and. Spread the word a little bit more than two people. We can do spread it with four people, you know, and keep going yeah. from there. Yeah, no, for sure. Hell yeah. All right. I'm adding up in my head how many podcasts there are out now compared to like even like two years ago when Steve, when we were thinking about doing the podcast, you know, I, yeah. there's there's so many and, and it's so awesome and, and there's always room for more. It's just, it's cool, man. It's cool. I, I have a lot of stuff to listen to. I really like it. And it keeps my blood pressure down because I stopped listening to political podcasts. <laughs> so I don't get raging. So it's actually yeah. pretty, been pretty good. But yeah, and I was, I was going in my head, man. I was like, there's like seven, eight podcasts I listen to now that are mainly RC and, you know, a couple computer ones. And, and it's, it's fantastic, man. Well, the good part too is there's no competition feeling with podcasts. It's not. You know, when the RC Heli Nation guys were doing it, um, they were probably the, you know, the, and are the king of podcasts. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, you got Bert and Bobby doing theirs and it's, you know, you got the Heli Hooligans. Um, right. And that's yep. cool part. Like I said, everyone helps everybody do it. Like I said, it doesn't hurt anybody by someone else doing it, you know, so yeah. I would even yeah. promote if there's guys out there that know how to do it, you know, start doing it. The only thing you can do is suck at it the first couple episodes and get better. I mean, that's, yeah. I'll still listen to it if it sucks, if it's Heli related or, RC related. I don't care if it's bad. I'll still listen to it. Um, sure. I mean, you know, not to just not on just the heli side. Of course, you got the, the flight test. Yeah, exactly. Um, the plane the thing, RC yeah. after hours and the community cast and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. just it's great. You know, more content better. Why not? Yeah. You know? Brings more awareness to the hobby too. So yep, for sure. Absolutely. I'm excited. Cool. Let me put both of you guys on the spot. I guess okay. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Fred first because I want him to talk more and cough. 
and be sick with his man code. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fred, what are you going to bring to this uh, podcast? This is not rehearsed. He did not know I was going to say this. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Start taking notes. Well, I, 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 I saw this coming because I'd asked Kevin if this was going to be some sort of battle royale between Chris and me to see who gets to be the last man standing to be on the <laughs> uh, Yeah, and what did I say? I said... Yeah, fight for the death. We have a small opportunity in our <laughs> empire, and we're going to have tryouts. <laughs> awesome. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, um, I can bring you guys some uh, information from the uh, the community side of things for sure. I, I as I mentioned before, I do the uh, customer support with flight tests. And I've always thought that it'd be kind of fun to do maybe a, a this week in customer support, uh, you know, give a tip or advice that, uh, you know, question we're seeing a lot. Also been around for a while. Uh, you guys have talked about Inside Heli a little bit, mm-hmm. which is yep. like the original RC podcast. Um, the the all spinoff things, of that is yep. All Things That Fly. Yep. yep. And uh, I, I I tried to keep it. I, I may have lost it, but I had a PM from Diggs who was the host on there when he invited me on the show, and I, I turned it down back then, but when Steve offered it to me, I, I couldn't say no. Just nice. Now, that's a good idea with the, you know, the customer relations thing. Yeah, yeah. Because you and sure. I have been back yeah, and forth. Fair about the 3d printer that they were coming out with how how was that working and whether it was any good whether we thought it was any good the funny and, thing is uh, i've got i've had like no questions on it and they've sold a few so they're out there i'm but amazed i've not had the first one i i actually uh <clears throat> i asked josh if he'd send me one at a discount uh you know so i could get some practice with it and he thought i was kidding and he was giving me a hard time <laughs> I, uh, but uh no it's uh <laughs> i i haven't actually asked him for one yet so uh, that might have to be down the line. I might have to buy one of those from him. Do it. Buy yeah. one. I'm shocked you haven't had any any questions on on that 3D printer yet. Yeah. As I mean, I had a few with mine, and I kind of I didn't I didn't you know call customer support or anything, but I could see where easily somebody would be calling customer support. I mean, Google's are kind of your friend. You hate to say that, uh, but you know I have a lot of technical background, so I mean I was like oh, I can probably fix this and you know adjust that and why is it doing this huh? and why is it crashing into that? <laughs> oh, I, I was I was completely uh, expecting a pile of questions because I remember. Yeah, because we were joking around about it beforehand. And I was like, oh, man, you're going to get slammed. Oh, yeah. And, and I remember the days back when we were doing the original KK boards. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, the, yeah. Or, or even before that, the multi-wee boards. Mm-hmm. And trying to figure out just the user interface side of things. Never mind actually program them. And I was I was expecting this, you know, with the newness of the uh, 3D printers to have that kind of thing coming up. But so far, it's been smooth. Oh, that's me, uh, cool. Knock on wood there. <laughs> nice. Um, but definitely get one. It's not too bad, right? The price isn't. What, what's the price on for the flight? What was three ninety nine or four ninety nine? I think it was three ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, don't don't ask the customer support guy. I haven't looked up yet. <laughs> hey, Fred, how much is that? <laughs> no, I think it was three ninety nine. We talked about it once, and that's the beauty of email. Is um, you know we had tried doing the live chat with with customer support for a while, and it just didn't work out that well. Um, but the uh, email, I could take a little time, research the answer, and, and get back to them. Uh, yeah. So in this case, yeah, three ninety nine ninety five on the printer. Okay. Cool. Let me ask a question: Are three D printers like I've never? I mean, I've I've seen stuff printed, and I've you know bought some stuff. Is there anything like the beginner level recommendation? Like I said, if, or do you have to have like CAD background or is it someone with no experience at all? Is there one that someone can jump into and well, start doing something? With something like the uh, one that the flight test guys are selling, that's about as close you're going to get to, to 
you know, plug and play. Yeah. Um, download the, the plans and just like printing something off the internet, a page off your website, um, you're printing the stuff, you're putting the file into the printer and it prints it out. Oh, okay, cool. See, I was going to say, uh, I bought a LutzBot mini as my first one, knowing that I, I knowing that I'm kind of technical, but I didn't want to set it up myself. And I had seen a YouTube channel that I watched for about a year where a guy used the LutzBot products like crazy, like hours, 80 hours a week. He was printing stuff out and they were printing really well. So I was like, well, if this guy could do it, you know, it wasn't three ninety nine. It was a lot more money, but it, what it does is it does a self calibration. Every time you print, it does a self leveling calibration and it's been damn near flawless. I'd say, I'd say I've had like 98% success rate with that thing. It's been fantastic. There's only been a few times where I've had it, you know, really gum up and it's because I haven't put a brim on it or the model hasn't had, you know, supports or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I was to tell somebody, what would you get as your first like 3d printer? I don't know if I would go with something. I don't, I, I, now is the flight test one put together or is it, uh, is it mainly put together? It's like 90% put together. You have to basically bolt the, um, the arms onto the, the platform. Um, yeah, that's it. I think it was four I'm, screws is what he said when they did the build video. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the mini was the same way where it's like your one, your Y axis had to get mounted in into the frame more or less. But yeah, I don't know. It's, that's, it's a touchy thing. If you're not into tinkering and like, uh, sometimes it's frustrating. You don't know why it's not printing right. And it's like a tiny, you know, tenth of an inch or a millimeter off and you know and that's the reason why or you know your temperature isn't hot enough and that's the reason why it's it's just it's not a proven science yet it's stuff you got to really fiddle around with yeah. and test test out yep so basically i should just come up with a drawing and send it to you guys and you yep. can print it and send it out yes <laughs> yeah and so there are services that. that'll definitely do that for you too <laughs> it's kevin's service i've already looked it up there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll split it 50 50 50 dot com. and to uh to conclude what i bring to the show is uh cookies other than the uh the one little 300 <laughs> e-flight helicopter i'm pretty much exclusively plankers and drones yes nice that's uh that was going to be a point i was going to bring up but um i we we all kevin and i you know, we started like it was all flight tests when we first started, and whatever flight test was involved. So, tricopters, cool. H-frame multirotors, cool. Dragon fly, cool. Like it was all about what flight test did. Um, you know, and that was great because that really built us and built up the skills for us to succeed in the hobby. And but then, you know, more recently, we definitely shifted towards the heli. You know, well, um, I think it was Steve shifted. And then he dragged poor Kevin kicking and screaming with him. Yes, I did. And every time I did to get rid of a helicopter to try to get a new one, he pawns it off onto poor Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, you want to buy a 760? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm yelling. <laughs> I'm in the car listening to it. I'm yelling, Kevin, don't do it. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you should see the dirty looks I give Kevin when he brings a plank to the field. Like, really? <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> no, he no, does not. I don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know, and, that's, and then that's Steve turns around, comes with a balsa planker. Yeah, when yeah. he's not there, <laughs> and I'm not there. <laughs> no, but um, and dude, that'll be like, hey, 
like th- like three four months from now when he's only flown helis for like three four months he'll be like wait a minute i flew a plane yeah he'll be like i flew a plane yeah a it was easter what? weekend <laughs> it was easter he'll, he'll remember it yeah <laughs> but that's that's really like I, I know fred is so involved in in the arts community when it comes to airplanes and drones quads whatever you call them um we need that we need that on the show i i need that on the show i I don't yeah. want I don't want our listeners that mainly fly planes or or quads and don't have much of an interest in helis just kind of be like eh. I, I don't like when I show. yeah I don't like when I hear it's like oh that topic's a heli topic I'm gonna skip this episode I, I want to make sure people are listening. Um, well, I only tell you that once in a while. I don't tell you that every time we talk <laughs> about helicopters. <laughs> so, I got I got so sick of you guys talking about helicopters so much I went and bought one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Fred's an OG of helis, man. The <laughs> shit that he's shown me, picture-wise, and the stuff that he used to do back in the day with the helis, you yeah. know, seen some old videos. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so let's shift this over to let's shift the spotlight to Chris. What was the question again? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, what? Um. Wow. Yeah. I guess what I bring to the table, um, I think is I, um, eat, sleep, I consume myself with RC helicopters. It's been an addiction. When I get into a, a hobby, I'm a hundred percent in, you know, I'm either a hundred percent or nothing. Um, I've done that my whole life. I've done it with car models when I was a kid. And that's kind of what relates to this is I like to build stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I like to build the helicopter. I like to fly it. You know, it's, it's a little bit of both the flying in the about 50 50. You know, some people just like to fly. Some people just like to build. Um, but like I said, I've done dirt bikes my whole life and raced dirt bikes and, you know, so I've always done it hundred percent. So this is, I got into this about five years ago and, and haven't looked back. I mean, it's, I'm hundred percent in, I mean, it's, you know, consumed a lot of my time and, you know, I try to separate it with family and stuff like that as best I can, but it, um, I'm truly addicted to it. I mean, hundred percent, you know, I'm, I, I love the builds. That's why I have way too many helicopters of, um, mm-hmm. Lately, what I'm going to start doing now is, you know, I've kind of been a, a Goblin fanboy for a little while just because they flew good. I liked them and, um, you know, they just flew, they're amazing machines. So, um, so I told myself last year, I'm going to start, start spreading out a little bit, try new things, try new helicopters. It doesn't hurt that I have a lot of accounts set up with these companies now where I can do it a little bit cheaper. Um, <laughs> so that kind of helps. And like I said, we got the, you know, I'm always trying to push something forward to next level. Like I said, with this, Bert got me excited with this. Keep RC Helis alive. I can't wait till I get to the point where I can say I can put out the same sticker and say they are alive. You know, that's it's back right. or you know, come up with some cool quote of, you know, we've done it. You know, not done it, but we're you know we're getting there, getting a lot better. But yeah, um, and, and shit. yeah, that's the reason you know I started the RC Heli Hangout. It, you know, it wasn't that the Facebook needed a, another site. I mean, there's tons and tons of you know of really good helicopter sites on there and. um you know, and there's, and there's room for more, just like podcasters, you know, another actually heli, um, hang, you know, our Facebook site is not hurting anybody. So I did it just as a whim and it took off really big. And, um, you know, we brought Frank on. It's, you know, same thing. We're getting a point. Keep telling Frank, we need to bring someone else on just to get some new ideas all the time is, is what's going to keep our site from getting stale is just like you said, the same two people talking. It's, you know, years and years under it, it's going to wear itself out. So I told Frank, we need to, you know, get people involved with the site more on our end to help out. And that's, um, and we're working on it. And, you know, I think we're getting close to the point where we need to, you know, bring on some new talent and, you know, just to 
every so every time someone comes back, it's a little bit different. And that's, you know, kind of what I want to do. Go ahead in the future is, you know, try new helicopters, start to build, not build reviews like Chris Reibert does at all. I'm not that, um, that's what I'm looking for, uh, organized. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to do some, you know, hey, listen, I built this helicopter. It's amazing. Or, you know, try different blades out, you know, just I'm going to try to get more into the technical end of it of actual performance on stuff. So that's kind of my goal this year is just try as many different helicopters as I can. So that's going to mean I'm going to have to start selling off some of mine. Not too happy about it, but I'll um have to part with a few of them. And that's really about it, like I said, for helicopter-wise. And, um, you know, I'd like to start doing a lot more, um, like I said, Facebook on here is just doing more training, flight training for people. I know me and Steve, you talked about it a little bit last night. But, you know, I think my flying has kind of hit a plateau of because I'm not flying around a lot of people that are – you know, pros or I'm not learning new stuff. So I'm going to start, you know, like the proficiency test that RCHN did, those guys um, kind of come up with my yeah, own little yeah, simpler. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, from me. <laughs> from me and Kevin. It, yeah, it's yeah not, I, I don't want to come up with. The, uh, weren't you guys going to do that that step-by-step lesson on how to fly helicopters? Yeah, like last year. Yeah. Well, we're going to do the the article. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean. Got to find time for this. <laughs> it's well, said, it's going to be hard, but and not as deep as into it as the RCHN guys went into is you know what levels you went you know and and maybe just get people excited about trying new stuff and you know slowly and you know maybe I can do it myself first and then try to help some guys out to get to the next level and maybe some guys can help push me to get to the next level too. So that's we got to keep pushing this hobby forward. I mean that's fly every with day. me. I'll push you. <laughs> well, all my booms are in one piece, so I mean that's you know I'll get there. I'll start breaking them. <laughs> that's that's a checkbox on the uh, you know our CHN uh, proficiency program. I got that. That's like stage awesome. eight. I already checked that off. And I checked <laughs> off throttle hold on the second bounce. A number <laughs> throttle of times. hold, second bounce, rescue, rescue, throttle hold simultaneously. Yeah, got that <laughs> one. One inch off the ground. One inch off the ground. Like I said, just you know, I want to spread the you know what I've learned from people going to fun flies and you know on our site and you know just bounce around the internet. I mean, I've learned. A ton, you know. There's no way I don't think anyone could get into this hobby at you know at this time right now. You know, you know, you can't go in and buy a, a really good machine at the hobby store anymore. I hate to say that, but it's you know that part of the hobby's done. So we you know it's going to take guys like us to get people that don't fly anything to be able to set build, set up, yeah. and then be able to fly and everything to learn how to do it. Yeah. They're going to need a place to do it, you know, to learn that stuff. So you know, hopefully. I can be a part of teaching somebody how to do it and they yeah. can teach somebody. And that's the only way it's going to move forward is just by, you know, one place to go to, you know, bun- numerous place to go, but this be another a- avenue of, you know, Hey, I want to learn how to fly helicopters, but I don't have anybody near me. Let's figure it out, you know, and go on the site and, you know, maybe they can learn stuff from us and, you know, Absolutely. help them out and get it fine. Totally, yeah. yeah. I even say, you know, if, even if you think you know everything, there's always 10% of whatever you're doing. I mean, that you don't know. Like even if you're real proficient at what you do in your job every day, there's always that ten oh, percent oh, yeah. that if you unless you are that you know arrogant to think oh, I I know it all I can't be taught anything else it's that's ridiculous. There's always yeah. I I've always had that model in my head where you know I the kid that just got out of college or geez you know the kid that's his first day on the job he might look at what you're doing and would have have been doing for like ten years or whatever and he might say hey why don't you try this way or you know he might just be asking because he doesn't know that you've tried it and it doesn't work mm-hmm. or he's looking at it with fresh eyes and is like hey man have you ever thought about this and that might just be like oh crap you know maybe I should try doing it like that or or yeah. that plus this is now 
that that much quicker or that much better for what I'm doing. Yeah. So I always, yeah. I always think that way. So yeah, fresh eyes. You're right. That's definitely what's going to keep mm-hmm. this, this movement going forward is just like I said, fresh people in the hobby to come out with new different ideas and any places you can get help from. Mm-hmm. Like you said. Yep. Awesome. Cool. So are now four plus one, I think. Four plus one. Who's the plus one? <laughs> <laughs> That's for another episode. Uh. <laughs> no. I don't want Frank blowing my phone up, Frank. <laughs> Frank, who is the next? <laughs> you can't leave me hanging here again. <laughs> no, I love, I love so, you, Frank. Yeah, so you know we're gonna we're gonna definitely have some exciting times. It's definitely gonna be interesting to see how the dynamic changes as far as having now because we we went from two to like sometimes three to now like four. And then, yeah, we basically doubled plus, like, next week we're going to have a guest host on the show, so there's going to actually be five of us on the show at the same time. The four plus one, you've got Arnold. Yeah, we got Arnold. Oh, jeez. The the family's definitely growing and becoming more stable. It's just like, you know. And once Jeff builds that FT racer, he's coming back on the show. (laughs) Nice nice throw it all the way back to episode, like, two. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, um, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move it along now, and we'll move it to. Oh yeah, that music. All right, so uh, yeah, let's move on to Ask Arnold. All right, so let's ring him up. Hello, Arnold, are you there? Yeah, hey, whoa, hey. Hey, it's Steve. It's it's Free Four C. We're here. How's it going? Yeah, where the hell have you been? You know, I'm not getting any younger over here. <laughs> yes, sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, yeah, we do definitely know uh, we're all aging pretty badly here. So let's, uh, uh, we got a couple of questions <laughs> for you. That's because you're not in the gym, you idiot. <laughs> it's because, oh, no, I'm not going to go there. Um, yeah. <laughs> you haven't been with as many women I been, as I have. I haven't been pumping iron, huh? <laughs> yeah. So let's see here. Dave Crawford. He says, hey, Arnold, wouldn't you agree that we need more Planker talk on this awesome podcast? I mean, you're a Planker, right? Oh, wait. You say get to the chopper, not get to the Planker. Never mind. Uh, listen, Dave, if I have to tell uh, you know all you people out there that if I hear get to the chopper one more time, you know, uh, they, uh, they always forget that, you know, I did fly a plane. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what movie it was? No idea. Yeah, I rode a horse too, you know. True lies? Yeah, damn it. You know, I flew the the, the, the helicopter plane there, you know, yeah, the one the that took off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, Dana is my daughter. <laughs> uh, but I, I do like the last name, though, Crawford. Reminds me of Cindy Crawford. And now, you know, we're back on the women. So let's go. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron Blake said, what? is Arnold's take on piloting skills of Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I really can't comment because we're both in the actor's guild, you know. We're both uh, part uh, of the uh, union. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he can pilot uh, uh, one of those uh, st- uh, one of those planes, uh, the Millennium Falcon. He can pilot that pretty good. But, you know, if you're landing on the taxiway, you know, you really have to think, uh, you know, Maybe you should take your driver's test, your airplane test, and you know your 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 colonoscopy test again. I don't know. You should take them all. <laughs> oh, ouch! Damn. If you, if you <laughs> fail one of them, you know you, you're out. 
Okay. No more flying. No more flying. Okay. All right. Let's see if uh, any of our our uh, new uh, hosts want to uh, ask Arnold something, uh, since it's the first time uh, they're meeting him. It's, it's pretty interesting meeting you. I've never. Um, I didn't think I was ever going to get to meet a, an actual celebrity before. I'm, I'm excited. Well, you know, I heard you're kind of a celebrity yourself there. You know, with the with the RC Heli hangout and all that. You know, in the giveaways, you're doing you a fantastic to- uh, uh, thing for the hobby. Maybe you can get on there and do a live video or something one day, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe monkeys will it... fly out of my butt, yeah. <laughs> uh, so where have you been the last couple of weeks? That's kind of my question. We haven't, we had a last, I heard you got upset one episode and you haven't been back. So um, is this going to be a regular weekly thing or you just come and go as you please? Or Yeah, that's it, you know, Arnold, I come and go as I please. You know, Steve, I heard you had a little, uh, a little baby. Yes, I did. Yeah, I just want to give him a little advice. Okay. Words to live by. If it jiggles, it's fat. <laughs> okay. Just remember that. All right, I'll let him know. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. I, I've got a question for Arnold. Arnold, do you, yeah. ever, uh, do you ever get to any of the uh, the RC fun flies? No, you know, unfortunately I don't. I don't get a chance to get out there, you know, because then it doesn't become a... It's no longer an RC fun fly. It's, you know, the Arnold fun fly. You know, and everybody's, uh, of course, coming up and saying, get to the chopper. <laughs> yeah. See Arnold's gun show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the gun show. You, Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Can you actually hold the transmitter without crushing it? No. Oh. I don't well, even use the transmitter. I just throw the airplane. <laughs> just throw it. Uh, I was about to say, the only transmitter you can hold is a jetty. Yeah, that's it. These are that well made and strong. Like Arnold. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for your time, Arnold. Uh, I don't want to hold you up any longer. I know you got some uh, some help you need to go take a look at. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. See you. See you. Thanks. All right. <laughs> always a blast to have him on the show. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. I'm always upset that Kevin isn't here to ask him questions. Kevin gets shy around him for some reason. I think it's a man crush kind of deal. <laughs> no, it was early on. He told me he didn't want to talk to me. I'll ask him a question one of these days. <laughs> okay. We'll slide it in for you. Yeah. What did you say, Chris? We should get Caitlin Jenner on the show. Yeah, yeah. You guys can have a celebrity battle. Dude, we should. You should reach out to uh, him. I was going to say something just now to ask you, but I'm like, nah, we'll build that one up later. <laughs> because he, uh, he used to even, fly helis. I was going to say, yeah, when he was a he, he used to fly helicopters. Do you think Do you think he or she really does anymore? Because he was really into it. Like, Yeah, he was really yeah. good, too, actually. Yeah. Hell yeah, he was. I don't think I she saw is some anymore. video from back in the uh, day. She tried to get him on the show. Yeah. Her, him, whatever. Throw it up, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to the kardashians yeah i'm sure i'm sure i'll get a nice quick response but um yeah let's see we'll see all right let's move to news and announcements news and announcements news and announcements. all right yeah what do you got oh i have an announcement listener appreciation giveaways the winners yes you and i got together steve uh, on monday and and gave some stuff away indeed we did yes one that was donated by Lynn Cummings. Lynn Cummings. Lynn Cummings. Yes. So yeah. thanks, Lynn, for donating it, so we could donate it. Well, thanks for donating it to 
Chris and Frank who donated it to us so we could donate it. <laughs> it's like that uh, bastard. <laughs> but yeah, the, do you want to go over the winners, dude? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Protoss, the big one, the Protoss winner was Stephen Bader. And uh, oh. I had seen his name before. His name looked familiar. I don't think we had actually talked to him. The Inductrix went to Frank Mordieos. No, it didn't. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that. Frank point. won the Inductrix. That's awesome. Get and it was weird. PV. It was weird because I pointed it out, too, when I saw the list. I was like, Frank wants an Inductrix? Oh, well, all right. And then his number came up and he won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we talked about it getting in jo- you know, just jokingly because we can't ever get in our raffles or anything like that, of course. But and, um, I was joking. I said, well, what if we win the Protos back again? <laughs> then what do we do with it? Who do I mean? That, at that point, this thing's been passed around to nine different owners. It's not new anymore, um, <laughs> right? What do we do with it? So that, that's funny. He won. He never mentioned it. I know he's been busy. I haven't talked to him. So yeah, man. I was a little concerned that the um, one of the tests to get on the show here was going to be saying Frank's last name. No, Ugh. nope. <laughs> well, now that you brought that up, well, Fred, uh, you would the call to be Frank Martinez. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to say it, dude. Let's hear Chris say it. Let's hear Chris. Chris, say his no. last name. He is actually in my phone is just Frank M. Helly. So that's how I always say it. He's Frank Helly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come Thank on. I got out of it. Come on, do it, do it. Do it. Try it's, it. Try it. All right, let's see. I haven't tried this, believe it or not. I was saying it after Kevin was doing it on that one of you guys shows in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, Frank Morielos. <laughs> Frank like... Morielos. Now, that's totally wrong, isn't it? Eh. Yep. Morielos. More, uh, more uh, eat donuts. That's what more, I. More eat donuts. <laughs> more donuts. Oh boy! Oh boy! It's all going downhill now. Oh jeez. Yeah. More eat. Okay. And the T twenty eight that we gave away went to Steve Kashmir. Yes. In uh, I know he lives in Michigan because I shipped it out to him. He probably has it awesome. by now. By the time the podcast comes out. Yeah. By the time I, the show comes out. I think he's out, actually yeah. getting it tomorrow. And I threw two batteries in because I was like, oh, you need these, you know, I think it was uh, 3S1300s or something. I was like, I don't know if he has batteries. So I, I said, let me just I'll get a couple and just throw them in. Did you give him the right connectors? Probably not. I threw some Deans in there because I had a couple of those extra. <laughs> there you go. Like yeah. literally just threw them in there. Yeah, and they were just, I cut the leads and everything. They weren't even unsoldered or anything. <laughs> just dangling them in the box. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations, Steve. Yeah. So congratulations, all the winners. Yeah, congratulations, everyone. And that was that was really cool. I had a really good time doing that. Yeah, yeah. It was um I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to give something away. Um I wish I was rich, could give more stuff away, but you know, it was good. Appreciate yeah. uh, all the folks that chimed in and gave me shit about my garage being dirty, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I, uh, I missed the live, but I I did have fun watching it, you know, on the playback. <laughs> yeah. And then we got stickers to uh, go out too. So uh, if you want a sticker, yes. just uh, how were we doing that, Steve? Like, send us a message on Facebook. Yeah, private, send private us message? a private direct message, whatever. Um, you know, say hey, I want some stickers. Give us your address, and we'll send them out to you. Yep. Cool. Do okay. Um. <laughs> so Fred, I want you to say his last name. Kevin, can you get the music ready for me? I only use it for Steve. <laughs> uh, Cater Sacaria. What? <laughs> no. He's reading the next. 
Uh, no, I want you to oh. say Frank's last name. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'm talking about the next guy. <laughs> no, no, no. You can do that too, but I want you to. <laughs> let's, let's see if I can do it more of the Yales. That's pretty close. That's close, yeah. Yeah, well, I think. The cold is helping, but I have practiced while I'm you know, <laughs> driving along, and, and Kevin does his repeated saying of it. <laughs> it gets stuck in your head, dude. I, I don't think I can say it without doing the deeper voice of more de Yales. Yeah. More de Yale. <laughs> and that would run off all the listeners. We could have a contest. Whoever can say it the best can win something. Well, that's... Frank would win another inductrix. And... No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, if you, if you remember the episode with him and Chris, he messed up his own last name. <laughs> remember? At the end, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was getting late. All right. Uh, so, yeah, next news announcements. Fred. Okay. Cater, Secker. Rhea wanted to share the Chi Town West RC Heli Funfly. It's presented by the Aurora Barnstormers, the Aurora West Forest Preserve, 40 West 032 Hanks Road, Aurora, Illinois. And that's going to be September 9th, 2017, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Awesome. Yeah. Go check out that Funfly. Jeez, that's a little ways away. He, he, he messaged me with the flyer, so I figure let me make an announcement. I'll pass the flyer on to Chris. He can add it to. You know what, Steve, I was thinking, and now that Frank and Chris are on the show, we should put on our webpage all of the events that one of us or multiple of us is going to go to. Yes. So that's that's the next two um, events that I wrote here. And the reason I wrote them, because we are planning on going to them. So, Okay. Cool. Um, All right. I'll take the next one, and then Chris can take the, the last one because he's going to that one, too. So uh, this is next weekend. This upcoming weekend, right? Yeah. The, no, well, yeah, this upcoming. Is it? Is it yeah. really that soon? It tomorrow. is this upcoming weekend, yes. So tomorrow, Saturday, Sea View Rotary Wing Spring Spool Up. It's uh, April 22nd and 23rd, 2017. It's at the Calvert Vox Park, Brooklyn, New York. Think at a time, but it's probably most likely 9 or 10 a.m. to night flight time. So definitely uh, make your way out there. If you're in the Northeast area at all, I'll be going Saturday. Kevin is going to try. You going to try to go Saturday? Yeah, I'm going to try to make it out there. Try to go tomorrow? I'm on, I'm on call. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what don't happens. They, don't they sometimes send you to the city anyway? So Hell no. <laughs> no, you were in the city this week, right? Or last I'm week? In, no, this week. Um, I, no, I'm in the city sometimes during the week, during the day. But I'm yeah. not doing call for the city. I'm not going into the call rotation for the city. No freaking way. But, but Unless they, they make you go from Jersey to the city. Why can't you say, okay, I'm in Brooklyn. They make you then go to Jersey for your calls. Yeah, I could. But, uh, but I also go down to South Jersey, so that's that would be a haul. That would be like five, six hours from Brooklyn if I get stuck in a lot of traffic. Yeah, I'll but see now, you there. Yeah, we're we're gonna try and make it out there. I mean, we were planning on going in the same vehicle, but because I'm on call, I think we're gonna have to split it up just in case I do get a call. Mm-hmm. And I'm yep. just gonna I'm just gonna bring like six ninety, I think, just throw that in there or something. I don't know, a couple maybe a couple of things and just. Go. I mean, also if you want, like I could meet you at your place and you can load up my car of everything you want to bring. And if you have a call, then I'll just auction your stuff off. You know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, I could bring him back. I, could, I, yeah, I, I could, <laughs> I could, <laughs> I could transport him back and forth. So. 
You missed you that. Watch all you? your stuff live on RC Heli Hangout. Oh, all go. Kevin's Helis. <laughs> so Kevin's not here anymore. He left. So he's out. That's all this stuff. No. Um, no, but well, that way you could bring. <laughs> so you could bring your stuff, you know. So if you want to fly the 570 or your Phantom 3 or, you know, whatever, like, I have plenty of room in my car for that. So. Yeah, but I was thinking about driving. I wasn't driving the company vehicle out there. I was just going to drive the Jeep out there. Oh, you're not? Okay. No. I thought you were going to take the car so you go, your truck so you could go directly from there to whatever site you might have to go. Nah. Oh, okay. Nah. Then load up. Load up your car. Dude, I'm allowed okay. to have fun. You are? As, as my wife so eloquently put it last time I was on call. Okay. Let's uh, see what else we have here. Yes, Chris, take this one. All right. Coming up next for me is going to be the Spring Fling. It's in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I'll be there on the 5th, 6th, and 7th of May. Um, I believe it starts the weekend before, correct, Steve? Yes, April 28th through 28th, May 7th. Right. 10 days. They're doing ten a 10-day event. I, um, I don't know if I'd have enough helicopters to last 10 days. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, sure you do. You got 10 helis in your I place. I'll crash one a day. <laughs> I, I have heard when you go to the Spring Fling event, it, it's so laid back and so much fun. That um, I would probably push myself way too far, you know, and, and crash them all on the first day. So I'm going the 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, we're going to head up, you know, for the three days, a couple of us in the RV. And this event, I have yet to go to it. Um, it's one I, you know, last year I said I'm definitely going to head out to it and check it out. I believe it's the second biggest, third biggest um, show in the U.S. That's what they're kind of stating. Really? Uh, uh, I know they said it got or Urcha Orlando. And I'm thinking this is going to be about the third. Their their turnouts was going to be pretty good. Great group of guys running it. Um, mm-hmm. Very laid back. It's just a fun event. There's not a lot of corporate involved. It's just fly all, you know all day, fly all night. Um, apparently the night flying there is or the spotlight flying, night flying, is is the best part of that show. And I've I've been to events where I've done some night flying. You know, it's kind of a couple people here and there. Apparently this is chaos till four or five in the morning. These guys just so- pounding on helicopters and. At um, spotlight flying, so do they do like true spotlight flying, like flashlights? Oh yeah, yep. Spotlights uh, flying, yeah, exactly. I think they they're you know they have a couple big rigs set up, um, you know, lights. But um, yeah, I've seen videos of these guys. They're out there, you know, probably tonight as we're as we're recording out there with flashlights, you know, shining each other. It's definitely a great group of guys there to have a lot of fun. Nice. So um, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna have a big setup on the fifth, sixth, and seventh for. Well, I guess maybe we can join up now with, you know, RC Heli Hangout and the Free Fall RC. We're going to do one big, we're trying to get one big tent set up. Um, yeah, make a little it a, commune with our, yeah, all like, our pop-ups together, I think. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, instead of in a line where nobody really talks, you know, put them in a big square and pile them on top of each other and, yeah. it, you know, and just have a big community of, of the groups that we've created and get to meet faces and names mm-hmm. that we've, put faces yeah. with the names that we've met. So it's, um, sure. it's going to be exciting. So I'm, I'm having a, Good time getting ready for it, you know, planning for it, get all my helicopters ready, and um, I'm excited. It's going to be a good event. Yeah, I think uh, Walt from RC Heli Hooligans was going to try and make it uh, to yes. this one, too. He, yep. he will be there, he said. Um, That'll be awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. And uh, Chris, you haven't gone to Rybert's, uh event yet, right? Not yet. That's another one I'm going to try to hit this year. I heard that's you another You have to go event. to that one. It's, it's a really good one, but I love how Chris organizes the, the pop-ups. He doesn't do them in a single line. He does them like three layers deep. And because you're like next, you're like, 
sometimes all four, like, you know, you're either on the end or maybe all around you, you have pop-ups that yeah. you get to actually meet and hang out with people a little more consistently, you know? And so just like, as you're walking or you're standing in line to fly or something, you get you know, you actually, when people are wrenching on something or, or charging up, you could kind of talk to your neighbor, pop up and stuff. So it's, it's good. I like it. And we should do, try to do something like that if possible, if there's room, um, during the Heli Spring Flames. You know, I definitely yeah. want to have our pop up with our banner up and then you guys should have yours. Yeah. You know. Well, like I, said, like I said, when you get them in a square and like I said, you actually have to hang out with people. I mean, that's hence yeah, the right. name of my site is you have, you know, you're forced to be in a group, you know, so like I said, when you're walked out, I've been to a million fun flies and it's almost that awkward feeling. You're standing in front of someone's tent. You want to just BS with them in helicopters, you know, but you're behind a table in between each other. So it's kind of, you know, awkward. So like I said, if anybody's in a big group, you know, it's, I think it's gonna be fun. There's probably gonna be a lot of chaos, a lot of joking around, a lot of, you know, yeah. you know, ripping on people and, you know, I think it's gonna be fun. You know, I'm sure there's gonna be some adult beverages involved, which is gonna, you know, get it to the next level. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> there you go. I'm looking forward to it. And there's gonna be a lot of pros too. They're gonna be there, you know, I know, um, Bert's definitely going and I mean, he's gonna be in the middle of us, you know, with us. I mean, that's the kind of guy Bert is. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time and it's gonna be, you know, people can hang out with who, where else can you say you go and you hung out in the same tent with all the pros, you know, having fun. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I love so. the fact that I'm seeing Christopher Diamante's name on this, on the flyer, man. He's the man. He's such, he's such a good cool pilot. Guy. Yeah. Yep. Good pilot. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome Lo- that he's on the flyer, dude. He nice. loves to night fly too. He's out there. We go oh, to Orlando yeah. together. It's he's me and really him out there all night. Fly, low head speed. It's so amazing. Awesome. He's yep. all that. Now, are um, they cool with us setting up tents over here? Cause I think that's what I'm going to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, I'm bringing the RV. Like I said, I don't know if there's any hookups or electric. We haven't figured. I mean, I'm going to talk to him, I guess, you know, coming up here soon, but, Probably um, not. I think we're going to do that. If, you know, if we can get a bunch of guys together, if we all know who's going, get a list going and get a big spot of, you know, I got the RV, you know, Steve's talking, you guys talking about tenting up and same thing, having that same gathering all together in one big spot. So it's not just a bunch of tents spread out along the, yeah, you know, behind the flight line. We can all, same thing. You know, Kevin. Are, daytime are hangout and then the nighttime hangout. So, T- Steve, I'm not tenting up with you. There was no, <laughs> no, no, no tenting no. up with Steve. No, no not that. <laughs> are, are we going to be in our tents and be like, oh, freaking generator noise? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be asleep like all a over, baby, but dude. It's on the other shoe now. <laughs> no. That's funny. No way. Uh, so Kevin and I will be... Going there May 6th, right? That Saturday, we plan on leaving really early in the morning. Make that five, six-hour drive, right? Yep. Okay. And um, then hanging out. Hanging out to Sunday, probably to what, early afternoon, and then probably cut out. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Yep. Yes. So, yeah, we'll have our banner, our pop-up, and some tables set up with all our helis. Come say hi if you want to meet us. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but if you wanted to. Uh, you know, we'll be there. Come do an interview or something, maybe. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have my little thing with me. The uh, little task cam. Awesome. Okay, so let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby. I'm gonna say Chris should go first because he has nothing written down. I don't know if you're uh, looking at the Google Docs here. Nice. I told you guys I don't plan a whole lot, so <laughs> um, kind of the same thing. I'm just gonna um. You know, of course, planning for the, you know, get some events going, you know, you know, get ready to go to events. I'm going to start, like I said, building other brand helicopters. That's going to be up next for me. Maybe not this week, but I got one. Yeah, you know, I got the Logo 700 going this week. So 
maybe another little one, a 480 of some sort. I might try one of those little ones next. Um, that's. I think I'm just going to start building some different helicopters. And like I said last time, I'm going to start digging into this V-bar and really starting to learn it and understand it. Um, Ron said he's going to help me out to really get, you know, a little deeper than than I am now, and and I can pass it on, you know, to you guys. Maybe you know every couple of weeks do an update of new V-bar stuff. Um, something I'm looking forward to, and I wish there was one out there of you know certain segments of, you know, if I'm having a you know a tail issue, let's do one segment on tail issue instead of cramming in a whole lot of information in in, in a couple of minutes. Let's do one section at a time. So that's yeah. where I'm to target this next couple of weeks is um you know learning the V-bar, well deeper into nice. the V-bar. Nice, cool. And that's it. Cool. All right, Fred. Next week in the hobby, it won't be this week. Next week, uh, April twenty fourth through the thirtieth, they're having Seth. And, oh, uh, okay. Nobody knows it yet, but I'm thinking I'm going to try to sneak up there for two days on the motorcycle. Uh, probably oh. won't bring it in the fly. Just go up there and, and get to hang out with the folks I haven't seen in a while. That's awesome, nice. dude. How, I'm curious. How far is Virginia from you? <laughs> a long motorcycle ride. Was it like seven hours motorcycle? Like, yeah. You know, ride on the highway. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> and the funny thing is, it's showing a flight and saying the flight will take eight and a half hours. What? Yeah, there's something wrong with that one. Yeah, but it's uh, it, it's got all construction symbols all the way from here to Virginia. Oh God, <laughs> it's awesome. Ninety-five, uh, I think, has been under construction for the last. Uh, let's see, I've been alive forty-three years, so it's definitely I know forty-three years worth of construction going through there from south up to up ninety-five. It's crazy. Well, this awesome. should take me up eighty-five because I'm over in West Florida. Uh, okay, but uh, Seth should be pretty cool. I heard that's a pretty good uh, event. Yeah, and it's that one's only about three, three and a half hours from here. So that's oh yeah, lot. yeah, that's a no brainer. Then you gotta, especially on a motorcycle. That's a, that's not too bad of a trip. Well, it'll take a little longer on the motorcycle. I'll just take my time on the back roads like I did on my last trip. But mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Now, Fred, you were in an early video from flight test that was at uh, Hodges Field, right? Yeah, that's I see Seth. you. That's Seth? Okay. That was, that was my debut on, on video with them, um, with the uh, B-29 episode. Yeah, yep. I didn't know if that was the same field. Yeah, that's that's or the home of Seth. Same location. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Cool. Fred, do you go to Joe Nall at all? Since you Haven't been up there yet. Not yet? That isn't I think that's the weekend after Virginia, isn't it? Well, the, the problem I'm running into now is, um, you know, my job, I, I'm, I don't usually talk about it a whole lot, but I'm a park ranger in Florida. And there's a staff of two here. And uh, so and we're, we get to be pretty busy on the weekends especially, so it's kind of tough to travel during the during the busy season. Yeah. I guess um, I'll go next. Sure. Is that, is that all you had, Fred? Oh, going I'm, to Seth? I'm done. All right. Like you're done done. I'm going to have, uh, if I'm going to be here every week, I don't want to, you know, tell you everything I'm going to be doing for the next month. You can't let all the everything cat out of the bag on one night. Sure, yeah, oh, yeah. No, no. There's, there's stuff going it. on and, and builds. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. he's got to get a little bit better. At everything. No, just <laughs> health-wise. Yeah. Um, let's see. For me, then, I got the, I still got to pull apart the 766, get the electronics out, um, hopefully get that airframe so ASAP so that way I can pull the trigger on the Protos. And get that built and ready before um, Virginia, or oh boy, you know, at least I'm, that's what I'm going to push for. I doubt it. Might He's not have maiden flight at Virginia. Uh, you know? Everybody back up. <laughs> nah, my maidens are pretty 
Uh, <laughs> let me knock on wood first. Yep. I'll my my maiden flights are. I mean, ask Kevin. They're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna take it off and hover. Yeah. 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 Thirty seconds later, he's pure flipping. Yeah. <laughs> through through your plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see what else. Oh. RC Japan finally shipped out my OS 105 special gold edition, whatever they call it, um, with the power boost pipes. So I'm getting that. I, edition. Yeah, I don't know where my airframe is, but I know I'm getting a motor soon. So that's pretty cool. Hit, cool. hit nudge, nudge. Where the hell is it? <laughs> Let's see. It's being built specially for you as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, that. Besides that, I got to get ready for Brooklyn Sea View Rotary Wing Fun Fly. Um, I gotta fix the oxy, you know, my little bug in the eye kind of broke the landing skids, gotta epoxy those things back on and I should be good to go. The bug in the eye. Yeah, dude, that, a bug went into my eye and I tried to blow it out. I blinked, I looked and it was like, where's my helicopter? Oh, it's hitting the ground. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna, since these skids are so expensive, you're gonna epoxy them? I am gonna epoxy them because they're 3D printed and they just <laughs> oh, broke okay. the 3D printed parts and... <laughs> It's 3D printed, so I might as well just glue them back together and put it back on the alley. What else? What else? What else? I uh, got to get a couple battery trays ordered and oh. put a goblin. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hint or I don't know. What I'm thinking actually is how much is the upgraded quick release for the the T-line, you know, to see maybe I'll just do that upgrade while I'm at it. But I don't know. We'll see. Let's see. Besides that, I think... Uh, yeah, work on the garage more. That's going to be one of my main focuses uh, next coming weeks that I do any free time I have. I'm going to be basically working on the garage. So let's see. Kevin. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going back to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know, though. When, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's going to happen because I'm on call. So it's a crapshoot. So, hmm. So I might be there. Why don't we not leave, at like, leave at like five in the morning? It doesn't matter, dude. I could get a call at 5.01. I could get a call at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'd have to turn around. So it's not going to matter. I'm on call 24-7. Hope they pay you. They do. So what I got to order, you said battery tray. It's maybe go, hmm, that's right. I got to get a battery tray for the 690 because I have those new batteries. I got to solder up. Yes. Nice. Now, Kevin, um, when you're on call, now, you're not on call all the time. You're just like a week on week off sort of thing or yeah every four weeks now because there's only four of us left ah. so i've missed like every club meeting and i think i'm gonna miss this one that we're gonna have where there's a little auction going on or a little flea market oh, going on because it it's not because i'm on call it's because they got something going on after hours that i have to i have to go to i'm like part of this whole like executive level thing at the, their corporate plaza that i have to take care of after hours and it's like a pm they do after hours but uh yeah no, well, i'm on call every four weeks and i get a certain amount for being on call and then i usually get paid hourly for the calls that i get and it's four hours minimum and um let's see it's been a, spent driving. it's been okay since uh they were screwing around with my pay and and questioning it a lot until i brought up human resources and so they haven't messed with it or or screwed around with it in the last couple of times, so that's been <laughs> good. But, uh, Fred, it could be I've actually driven down. Our our flying field is like an hour, probably an hour, ten minutes from my house. 
so roughly about an hour and uh, we have a site that's down the street from that like another like maybe 10 minutes 10 15 minutes so i've gone down to that site i've pushed a button driven back to where the quick check is on on 287 and which is like 20 minutes you know towards my house called them up and said hey did that did that thing come back up oh yeah it came back up and then just leave from there i'll get like a coffee and leave from there which has been working out but uh, yeah a lot of times it's driving i mean i've driven i've driven from one end of new jersey to the other which you know new jersey's not a huge state but i've driven i've driven four hours to go to a site and uh basically one time it was to plug in a connector that this it guy at six o'clock said you're gonna have to call somebody else i can't figure out what's wrong and i went down there and plugged the connector back into the switch that he left it unplugged from i get those calls but it's usually from my mom they made me like freaking (laughs) nine hours dude because it was like four hours round trip plus the hour i was there so i guess i really shouldn't complain but it's just you know it's just i've been doing it for so long i've been on call technician since i got out of the military like always on call I've always been in a call rotation, always had a company vehicle. And it's good. I mean, I like it, but. Do you ever get a call and be like, I'm getting too old for this shit? I'd <laughs> say that. No. It What sucks is when you pull the bed covers back to get into bed and the phone rings. Like, I've had that happen to me. And that is like, all right, so now do I jump in bed and get a couple hours sleep or do I go on this freaking call? Uh, and I've done both. And it's, it's easier to just go do the call. But I gotta get back to um. I gotta order a, a tray for the six ninety. I re- I think I'm gonna order a hobby wing, ESC for the sport. I mean, I gotta get back to flying those oxys, man. Mm-hmm. I should get the uh the fifty amp uh, version three, right? You were saying? Yeah, it's it's so cheap. It's like yeah. I gotta pick fifty that up. bucks or forty bucks. Like I find them used for like thirty. Because now I'm so used to having some form of governor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that I can really tell in the oxys. Yeah, you get spoiled. Um, yeah, you do. And what's this? Send Arnold an apology note so he'll talk to me. I don't have to apologize for anything. <laughs> that's that's Fred messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, real quick. I just looked up if you're talking about the battery tray for the um, Black Thunder. Yes. There, There is the whole kit is available. I'll give you a part number if anyone on here listening is looking for it. I know it's been a lot of questions on it. H.O., 865-S. It's $49 and it comes with everything you need to convert your Black Thunder over to the new battery tray system. Does it use the same battery trays or does it have, like no, you have to buy new battery you trays? You have to buy new trays. Each battery. It oh. comes with two. This set comes with two trays. Oh, that's not too bad then. It comes with the track system, the tape. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the new way it comes with an actual yeah, nylon tape the- in, instead of mm-hmm. ta- you know double side. It comes double side tape. I think you double side it. Yeah, but Basically, it's tape that wraps around. Track. Right. Instead of putting a strap, so it makes it permanent, you know, semi-permanent. But um, list price forty nine dollars for two. It is not available yet in the U.S., um, but it do, you know it's coming here in the next probably week or two. It's going to be available. So awesome. And do, do yeah. we know how much the trays itself are going to be? Because that's that's kind of expensive. I think it's like thirty dollars a tray for the old style, which is like the two carbon fiber pieces and yeah, you know, and a clear uh, shrink wrap, a little piece, know? yeah, so. I can look up just the trays and see. Okay. Well, we'll talk more offline on yeah. that, but um, I think that might be in my future. Just, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it makes it easier. I like quick release. I liked it on my 700 comp. 
you know, I got the KDA, KDE system on it. Um, so I'd like to return to some type of quick release system for this. Now, that's expensive. I have that in my 570. I do love it, but that's, mm-hmm. they're proud of that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think initially it was like $160 or so. $160. Yeah. And then yeah. each tray is what? 50 bucks just for the tray. Yeah. Yeah. The trays weren't too bad. I thought there were the trays were like 30 bucks, but the initial but, system. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's nice though. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here laughing because I know the audience is like, oh, we're getting close to the end. Oh, what do you mean? Helicopter parts? What are they talking about helicopter parts now? <laughs> uh, this is the part where Fred's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. I guess let's wrap it up. All right, let's is it wrap up? Is wrap up time? Yeah. Okay. Um, give me a give me a second here. I, there's one person's name I cannot oh. understand here. And the reason why is because it's in Russian. <laughs> so you, you can't blame me on this one. This it's this guy's like the letters are completely like symbols to me. You know, actually, it looks like I'm reading. Funny thing is, my wife is my wife is learning Russian right now. She could probably do it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, tell but she's she's mad at me right now. We uh, I, I'm I'm recording in the house, not out in the shop. So she's worried about making noise. Oh uh, yeah, I had that with my wife before. Should I creep around? I'm like, don't worry, I muted you. <laughs> I muted. Don't worry. Um, all right. I just slipped mine to Mickey, so she's out cold. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Bye>. <clears throat> oh, where the hell is this name? Why can't I can't stand when I look at Facebook on the website? Hey, while you try and figure this out, Chris, do you know anything about Mikado parts? Now that we're talking about parts, um, <laughs> like I got to get a battery tray. If you can get me a. 20 or yeah, $2,500 order, then I'm in. I can get Mikado helicopter parts. <laughs> no, no, I was um, just wondering yeah. if I could get that tray part separate. Uh, I can look up. I have, I'm, I'm in the backside of their site, but I can't order parts yet. I can get anything electronics. You know, I have account set up for that. All right. So let's go into Facebook likes. We are at 603 likes plus 11 for this week. I don't know how many names we have. I don't even know where we last off. Last time was <laughs> like, what, 70? Four names or something like that. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, it might be repeats. It might not. If I miss your name, I'm sorry. Let me know, and I will say your name three times. Um, on the show to make up for it. So first we have. Wait. Let me wait for the meets to start. Okay. So we have Jorge Yerzar, Ryan DeLeon, Dave Crawford, Sean. Dave, there's that name again, Dave Crawford. There's that name. I know. Yeah. I thought he liked um, us. Maybe unlike to like to unlike. I think he just like liked me. He doesn't really like you that much, but now he's kind of I, I, coming I around. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. It's a, it's, a, it's a new hairdo, you know, the new haircut. <laughs> um, Sean Latif, Thomas Magnum, 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 Wickens, Wilkins. I don't know Man- if there's a typo. Mangum. Mangum. <laughs> I think that's a typo. I might have. <laughs> That's what know. Fred needs right now. Some man gum <laughs> to get over his man okay. cold. Okay, yeah, we got Richard Hicks, Tracy Smith. Oh, we have another nut here. No way. <laughs> nut Natroian. <laughs> Maybe we're brothers. Matthew Hall, and then some Russian dude, which looks like a line to a zero to a pi symbol, backwards N, backwards R, backward, uh, I don't know if the H is backwards, it could be, some kind of backwards 7, E, Z, O, P, R, 
lowercase r backwards n e b so if that's your name thanks for liking us that could be like Anton Vanko's son from like Iron Man 2 or something who would oh, be yeah <laughs> I want my bird <laughs> alright Facebook comments uh, Facebook comments yeah I saw a post by our buddy Chris Bream who just got his first starter DLG and I only know what a label is from listening to the flight test podcast. Any any mm-hmm. one of them, they've talked about how that's a really good DLG. Probably, I think, from uh, Dave Vindestall talking about it, the labels. Yeah. So uh, awesome, Chris. That was something I saw on Facebook. Aside from, like, the crazy giveaway and all the guys, uh, you know, that was all the guys commenting on that video, and, and that was just a lot of fun and, just want to thank everybody for that. That was cool. Yes, that was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Website comments. Yes, we got a comment on the website from CJ, and uh, he's called it 3D printed helis. So he sent me to a link. Uh, he sent us a link to uh-huh. a site called oblivion-heli.com, and it's. Um, he said in in episode sixty nine. We mentioned sketchy helicopter parts made from 3D printed materials. And, How about um, a whole heli? <laughs> yeah, so he sent a li- link to about a whole heli. Um, this is a link to a 300 size, 300 ish size heli that uses SLS plastic, which is a lot stronger. And he said he thought it was cool, and he's uh, not sure about the swash and the head and the tail, but uh, the frame was definitely designed uh, in CAD and 3D printed. And so mm-hmm. I went onto that web page and was checking it out and I was like that is pretty pretty crazy man hey it looks like he designed a complete frame that is like almost like a mono you know frame design where it's just one piece in the middle and then has a surround for you know your your motor and stuff like that but it, it looked interesting so I thought I'd, I'd mention it so thanks CJ nice thank you the, I just went to the compatible parts for that helicopter and the a lot of the uh, Align 450 uh, parts are compatible with it. So you can always blame those parts if it doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it. All right. Cool. Uh, Podbean. Podbean. Yeah, we had a couple of people start following us on Podbean. RC Pilot AU started following us. JL Langley 77. Oh, well, he liked an episode 67. Uh, Mike Welch liked episode 70. Spring is here. Nice. Jeffries Ferguson started following us. I think I mentioned this last time. Jericho Byrne liked episode 69 and 70. And A.B. Schneider liked episode 69 and 70. So thanks, guys. Thanks for liking. So uh, it's awesome that we know you're out there. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. That's it for Podbean. All right. iTunes iTunes, I didn't see anything new from iTunes. So thanks to all the guys that gave us a a review and checked us out. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Leave us a review. Come on. I want Kevin to work for it. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, if you don't leave us a review, I'm going to go back to my best friend, Seymour Butts, turned me on to this podcast. And I've been <laughs> listening ever since. <laughs> All right, so drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com, freefallrcpodcast. 
Uh, don't forget to check out our webpage, freefarcypodcast.com. Chris is always adding new content. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. hey Robert. Chris. Yeah, we got to hey. change his name now because I don't know if you're talking about him or me anymore. Hey, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, Chris. Uh, hey, Chris. Hit us up on flight test forums. Flight test forums, off the field, audio, video production, other than flight test podcast, free for RC podcast. Sit next to the RC. No, well, do they have a section there? I don't know if the after hours guys have a section there. But the flight test community cast, too. So. Yeah, but. Um... <laughs> hey, Patrol Mike. Yeah, but don't they have, um, yeah, they have one, don't they? Or is it the RC After Hours now has one there? I don't know, man. I got to go on the flight test website. Yeah, I haven't been on for a bit, so let's see. RCHeliHangouts.com forum. We're listed under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner, and you'll see free for RC podcast there. Sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walt and Ed. <laughs> yeah, say hi to Walt in it. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think at the, about the the two new folks here. And me. And, and, well, we're stuck with Kevin, regardless if we no. if you guys like him or not. So <laughs> we can't be voted off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can't be voted off. He's a founder. So, um, but yeah, let us know. Let us know what no you effort. think. I mean, no I. <laughs> He voted himself off. Sure, sure. <laughs> Wait a second. It, it could be like those. Uh, it could be like those those uh, mean tweets. Oh, so gosh. people write in complaints about us. We can read them out. Okay. There you and go. That works. Stop popping the whole time. There you go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and the pay is you're famous now. Free stickers. Sweet. Free stickers. Free stickers. That's what I sent to set the free. Free stickers and. And so, you can buy a forty dollar t shirt <laughs> because that's how much it costs. T shirt. Shit is expensive. But we need no, a t shirt guy. We got. Can we ask the listeners if we got any t shirt hookups out there? Yeah, Not even a hookup. Just someone that can help uh, us. What I'm going to do is, um, I'm going to simplify, like, or Kevin's going to simplify our logo. Yeah. Basically, making it black and white. Um, and then I have like five t shirt places around my neighborhood here. Yeah. I'm sure one of them can give us a decent deal. Where maybe we print out like forty shirts, ten in different size in each sizes, you know, yeah. for like ten bucks each or something like that. So well, I I'm just gonna... put up on the hangout. I, I asked, you uh-huh. know, like I've always, I'm always trying to promote guys doing side businesses and stuff like that. Sure. And so we put up. We found a guy who did our hats for us, you know, and he's selling them. I'm not making, you know, we're not making any money off it, of course, but yeah, maybe like same thing. If you guys, if anyone on here listening knows a good t-shirt guy, you know, PM Steve, PM me, you know, we. Also, like I said, the RC Heli Hangout needs a, a about a thousand T-shirts, hopefully, and um, Damn. hopefully, we can make somebody some extra side cash at the same time. I can make single layer silk screening. <laughs> okay, anyone other than single layer silk screening? <laughs> uh, they won't be good, and the paint might come off after the first wash. But, but I'll sell to you real cheap. <laughs> so don't wash them. Yeah, so you can't wash them ever. <laughs> Remember the first shirts I made, Kevin? Yeah. Like, you watch it like, dude, what happened to the logo? I think I bought an Iron Maiden t-shirt from you at the Meadowlands one year. The logo <laughs> was like, because the logo was like down by my knee. And I was like, oh, I don't think this was actually from the concert, man. Oh, that's funny. But it was cheap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So let us know. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. See, see you, guys. Bye.
All right. Somebody's drink is empty. <laughs> oh, that might be me. What is this? Do they talk about phone playing? I don't know. You guys yeah, what is that? You guys got to clear up the numbers because I still have 304 and 938. 